The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involves varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Know the difference. Now, the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. Here we go. We've got a lot to talk about. Almost need two hours. Welcome to Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. On the way, the art and science of Social Security timing and claiming. Ask Annex is coming up. Going to talk about inheriting money, credit scores, as well as retiring and living outside of the United States. And also, we're going to talk about Annex University. That's a client exclusive. So much of what is on this show is absolutely free to everybody. There's no paywall. Annex University is something that we do for our clients. It's really good. Stick around for that. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is our Chief Investment Officer. Welcome. Thank you, Danny. And Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Welcome to you. Yeah, you know, there's uh, so much to talk about, as you said. There's no question that what's happening in Ukraine and Russia is affecting us here, and you can see it in the inflationary numbers that we saw this week, 7.9% at Derrick and obviously going higher. All right. The CPI was a little bit ahead of expectations, even um, ex-food and energy up 6.4% year on year. Uh, next week, we'll get a purchaser's price index, which will also be very highly inflated as well. And let me just jump in. So purchasers are those who supply the wholesale prices to the consumers. So you have a CPI and a PPI. PPI is going to be higher, which means eventually inflation to the CPI. CPI to the consumer is going to go higher. Right. And in addition, a lot of the, the measures that were taken in the CPI really were as of the end of February. And we both know that wheat prices have gone up significantly since then, oil prices as well, gasoline prices, even rents have gone up. So there is still upward pressure on inflation. The FOMC meet will meet next week right. and they'll discuss uh, that situation and probably raise rates 25 basis points. But the problem with, with what we're seeing in, in Ukraine is, this, you know, on Friday it came in and Putin had said, out loud that he thought they were making some progress on negotiating potentially a ceasefire. So the Dow was up about 400 points. But then, of course, the, the naysayers came out and said, well, can you really trust the guy? So mm -hmm. basically, the market sold off. So and President Biden spoke too Friday uh, as well. Friday yeah, morning. so we're kind of in a buyer strike. You know, you don't really want to commit a lot of capital over the weekend when you have this level of uncertainty. But all of the measures that I look at, whether it's sentiment, whether it's a fear and greed index, the amount of puts that are being purchased, the relative valuation of stocks suggests it is a buying opportunity, but that's probably going to be with the benefit of hindsight because people don't want to take the risk even though they know that's the case. You know, uh, Todd Voigt uh, gave us a pretty cool chart, and if you can imagine, this is a theater of the mind, folks, on the radio. Imagine a V going up and then coming back down. And on the way down, somewhere along that V, you put a buy in. So you save one-fourth of, one of your purchase price. And then as it goes lower, you buy again. You don't know where the bottom is, and then it starts to come back up, and then you put your third purchase in. And that is really the way to think about it. There's probably stuff in here that you might like trading at low PEs. And speaking of PE ratios, Derek, you showed me a chart that was really interesting. Well, yeah, the valuation of, of the market was the median valuation was 19 times in 2019. We're two full multiple points below that now. So the stock market, the S&P 500, is cheaper relative to forward earnings now than it was two years ago, and interest rates 
rates still remain at similar levels. So you think about what you should do. You know, do we go into a recession? Does this get worse? And you can put it on a continuum. Obviously, what is the best case scenario? How does Putin get out of this? How does Moscow move forward from here? That's the best case scenario. Then you go, what is a moderate or base case? And that is that this can go on for a while. And then what's the worst case, of course, is that this accelerates and it gets worse. Given all of those scenarios, what are the economic outcomes from that? It could mean that there's a possibility of a recession. Recession and bear markets have been attached. Well, right now we're in correction territory. So we we have gone down a lot, Derek, in just a couple of seconds. What is the definition of a bear market? Well, a bear market is a decline from the highs of 20%. We actually did touch bear market territory in the past week on the NASDAQ. We had already done so on the Russell 2000. And the S&P is right in the middle at about 15% between correction and bear market territory. But we've seen this before. The most recent one was in 20. 2018 uh, prior to the 2020, which was a, clearly a bear market. And oftentimes that's a, that's a level where investors do make a stand because they assume that the market is discounted the negativity that the market's reacting to. I like that you say we've seen this before. Our staff at Annex Wealth Management has seen this before. We can guide you through it. you got to head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Get you set up for this year and into retirement and beyond. We're back in a bit on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Sure, there are market updates, but learn something new and interesting with the Know the Difference Minute from Annex Wealth Management. We'll go beyond the usual topics and dig in deep on developing and breaking stories. Catch them all on Spotify. Search Know the Difference Minute from Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. It's one team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com is the website. I want to remind you about a great webinar that we've got coming up. It's Women in Wealth Investigating Bonds, Corporate versus Munis. Happens in April, in early April. You can get details at AnnexWealth.com. Slash events. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is here. Dave Spano is our president and CEO. How are the momentum people doing nowadays? Yeah, they're getting beat down for sure. This is really a tough market to try to trade in, but that's certainly happening. We're watching big swings in the market from where it opens to where it closes. So uh, we're not trying to suggest that you go in and trade this. And you think about all the negativity that we're seeing. Clearly, we can talk about the war in Ukraine. We can certainly talk about a slowing economy and the effect on markets and inflation. All of this taking a bite out of folks' pocketbooks, and there's no question, right? You can go to the grocery store. You can see corn up. You can see chicken up. You can see gasoline up, and that certainly hurts the low-income folks more than it hurts others, and that is a tax. All of that said, there is some positivity coming, and what we can point to is there is some positive news, Derek, and that would be if there is a ceasefire, does the market react? If there is an FOMC meeting next week and the Fed is super dovish, the market will react. If earnings come out and they're better than expected, all of this could give, put us in a better position, Derek. I mean, the biggest challenge that I think most individuals have with the, with the markets are that they, they are forward-looking. So when you read the headlines and you draw conclusions from that on magnitude of the first order, it would lead you to do certain things. And invariably, that's incorrect because oftentimes, you know, the, the earnings revisions that you were referring to have already been seen. It's, it's what, what surprises lie ahead and what have smart investors sniffed 
sniffed out. And that's why I always go back to the fear and greed index. It just gives me a sense of where people are positioned. And right now, it's sitting at 15, which is an extreme level of fear. And it was just like that at the bottom of the lows in 2020. So Todd's strategy of nibbling in, gradually moving some exposure into stocks you like or sectors you like is a very valid approach. You don't necessarily have to go all in, but you want to go in a little bit because what most people hate to do is miss the bottom. And then they just sit there and wait for the pullback that never comes like many people did in May and June and July of 2020. Right. So you think about the Dow Jones at 33,000. Derek, at some point, it's going to 40,000. I don't know if it's going to be this year or next year or five years from now, but at some point it's going. And you gave me a great chart a couple of weeks ago that showed all of the trauma that's happened to the country over the last 30 or 40 years. And it continues to go up and it continues to go up because companies make money based on what they sell. So that is the key. You have to find companies that increase their earnings, which increase their revenues, and then increase their earnings. Well, that's something we can measure. Right. And typically, the stock market goes up 80% of the time. It's very hard to time for a recession or a bear market. And as you pointed out a couple of, about, I think, March of 2020, you know, at that time, you know, Bobby Knight went 32-0 and and they won the NCAA title in 1976. And we went By the way, Marquette was the number one team that year with Al McGuire the next year, of course, 1977, MU won the titles. Just have to put that in. Right. But your point was that the stock market essentially is 33-0 and and now 34-0 and after the pandemic, right? And, you know, I, I fully expect you're going to be correct that eventually the stock market will move to new highs because the stock market inevitably follows earnings trajectories, which follows the growth of our, our economy. So you have to do the work. If you're doing this by yourself, it's certainly complicated. There's no doubt about it. I can tell you between just Derek and I and Todd, that's a hundred years of experience. Uh, but we just sit around with the rest of our investment team, our financial planners, our estate planning folks, our tax people, and say, how can we give our clients the best experience? And that is really, when we talk about one team, that is what I'm talking about, is that there's no one advisor that I've ever met in all the years that I've been in the business that is a CPA, that is an estate planning lawyer, that's a CFA and a PhD, and all of these things wrapped up. That is what we avail to everyone who walks through the door. And Danny, you can start the experience of wealth metric by going through the process. I love that phrase. It's an experience, really. And it's a classy experience. It's a professional experience. And it's one that we would like you to experience. Investment and retirement planning, tax planning and estate planning. That's what we do. And we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Our website is AnnexWealth.com. We urge you to click that Get Started button and start the process. We would love to help. Still to come, Ask Annex. We're going to talk about inheriting money. In fact, if that's your case, we have a really good video on our YouTube channel called The Ramification of inheriting money. That's all at Annex Wealth Management's YouTube channel. In the meantime, head to AnnexWealth.com, click that Get Started button. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, March 13th. Quick break, we're going to be back. 92.5 Fox News. You finally reached your savings goal, but how much will you really spend in retirement? Basic question, but more than one-third of retirees underestimated their spending. And you know taxes will impact what you've set aside. You're smart enough to know you don't have all the answers. You're also smart enough to know where to get help. It's time to put things in order with a fee-only fiduciary. Click the Get Started button at AnnexWealth.com. One team, one plan, one fee. Annex Wealth Management.
We're back in Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News on a beautiful Sunday morning. Actually, I, I shouldn't even say that because I had I don't think I've seen you in a fleece in a while. It's a little chilly <laughs> well, this morning. I'm going out to Naples Pier to see watch the fishermen. That's <laughs> yeah, for sure. Watch, so watch the it's going to be blowing for sure out there today. So we're going to watch that, uh, of course. And more importantly, as, as you see a change in the weather here, obviously there's a change in circumstances in your investments as well. These things change from time to time. But let's think about about that in weather terms. We know it's going to get better in a couple of days when it starts to warm back up. We know that this situation is going to pass as well. I can't tell you when this scenario in Russia and Ukraine passes, but it will. We don't know, of course, when inflation is going to subside. It's probably going to get worse before it gets better, but it will subside. And that's the reason why you should know what you own, why you own it, and how much you're paying for it. And the reason why I continue to pound the table on that is because every day we have someone come into one of our offices, especially here down in southwest Florida, and they ask us, they say, listen, my advisor just said it and forget it, and they haven't gone through and made any changes to take advantage of the opportunities, but we can help, Danny. We sure can. All it takes is heading to our website, AnnexWealth.com, and clicking that Get Started button. Dave, you have assembled a huge team of really smart people that do investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. It's a big crew. Well, that's the most important part, folks, is the team. I know that there are advisors that you can go to that are one-man shops or maybe two- or three-person shops. This is a team of 100 people, and we have estate planning lawyers. We have CPAs. We have CFAs. We have PhDs on staff, not to mention everyone else like you and I on, on staff as well. You've kind of raised the curve, I well, think. Right, yeah. but you think about that. I mean, if you go to your advisor and he can deliver all of these services under one roof and remember as a a fee-only fiduciary. What does that mean? There are no commissions. You know, some people say they're a fiduciary, but then they sell you products or they have a broker-dealer relationship. This is a fee-only fiduciary. We use great world-class custodians like Charles Schwab and Fidelity and the like to custody your assets, folks, and we manage the assets in your portfolio for you. You know, the great thing about a team this large is many times the conversation I'm imagining is, hey, has anybody ever seen X? And three hands will shoot up right. and say, sure, here's what you do. And that's We've why. We've been down this road. we got the yeah. scars to prove it. Dana. That's right. I mean, we're almost borrowing from whatever that insurance company is. It says, we've, you know, if, if it's happened, we've seen yeah, it. Right. You know what? It's the same with Annex Wealth Management. You can experience it as well. Our website is AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference. It's one team. It's one plan. It's one fee. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Week in Review, Know the Difference Minutes, team segments, planning topics, including investments, retirement, tax, and estate. It's all on the Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Head to YouTube and search Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? This segment is so you can hear the difference. From time to time, we invite clients to share their experience with Annex, and hopefully as you hear them, you're going to notice that every single case is different because our clients' situations are different. It's not one size fits all. Let's welcome John and Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hello. And hey, John. Hello. Let's get the official stuff out of the way. You are clients of Annex Wealth Management. Yes. Yes. Annex is not providing any type of compensation for your time on this segment. Correct. Does the watering count toward the water? It? Okay. <laughs> no, the water is complimentary. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
And there are no conflicts of interest between you as a client and Annex as a firm. Right. Correct. Now, in your case, John and Valerie, you are still at the daily grind, still working, but planning for retirement with an eye on retiring somewhat sooner than later. Sooner for you. Sooner for me, yes. I hope to retire in the next couple of years if want to cut the cord and enjoy life afterwards. Great. And then, Valerie, how about you? Um, I think it's going to be a few more years after John. We'll let him get used to retirement. John, you're at a major university working as an administrator. And before that, you had a long career with the American Cancer Society. What was it that stirred within you that made you feel an early retirement was what you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. My dad uh, died four months after he retired. And when you work your whole life and have nothing to show for it as far as enjoying it, that had a a major impact on me, that I wanted to work and plan so I could have a life after work. As much as I enjoy my work, I want something more. As you get older, you start seeing your vulnerability, and so you start thinking about it more. And at the um, point that I'd been in the workforce for 30 years, at some point you have to plan for the life afterwards. And then I started thinking how my dad got to a point that he never got to enjoy that. I really started zeroing in on just, are we ready for it? Can we be ready for it? So I would say probably in my 50s, I really started to put a lot of thought and process toward how are we going to be ready to do that. How about you, Valerie? You actually were in the finance world before following your heart, and you made a career switch. What was that story? Well, after working about 16 years in the financial services field, I had the opportunity to get into education, which is something that I had thought I wanted to do when I was in college. And I saw how hard my parents worked as educators, and I thought, maybe I don't want to be an educator. And then when I did have the opportunity, when I was a little bit more mature, I made the right decision because I really love teaching. And talk about a lifetime learner. You're pursuing another degree. Uh, That's correct. I'm really close to earning my master's in um, mathematics for secondary teachers. John, it sounds like you did a fair amount of research when selecting a partner for investment and retirement planning. What was your process? When we had our original financial planner, it was very evident that it was transaction-based, that there was a, a value for them to, to sell something to us, and then they perceived it as a benefit for us. When I got to the point that I felt like we weren't in a situation of being part of the team, being part of the discussion, I felt it was time to research it because I know what I don't know, and I don't know financial planning well enough to be confident enough to set ourselves up for it. So I tend to do a lot more of the research in that kind of area. I think my wife would agree. With that said, I researched about three or four different financial planners and locked them very quickly on fiduciary. I had interviews with two of the ones that I think aligned best with us. And real quickly, the amount of time and attention given to me by Annex Wealth Management made it real easy to go with them. What's it like when that moment arrives when it's you kind of know that you could retire? Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I mean, it was a conversation that our financial planner had a number of times with us that I said, I want to retire by 55 and have enough money to enjoy life with it. He went over the numbers and said, you're right on track. And I tell you, what that was very liberating to know that we were set to do what we wanted to do this stuff can be complex without a team you went through that portfolio analysis mm-hmm. the financial plan have you ventured into tax and estate planning with annex yes as a matter of fact uh, we do our tax planning with annex we found that marvelous because just about six months ago we needed to research some funds for an investment that we want to do on some property and we needed to understand the impact of our taxes well instead of having two different institutions try to talk and understand each other we had the tax planner and our financial planner together in the same room 
that went over the work, understood the impact and what we could do. The great thing about that is it wouldn't affect our taxes and it didn't affect our financial plan either. This is a Hear the Difference segment of conversation with some clients of Annex Wealth Management who are sharing their journey. Valerie, from what I understand, John is going to hang it up a little sooner than you. How is he going to be in retirement? I think that John will be a little bit stir-crazy at first to try to figure out how to fill his days, although he has many activities that he's involved in. So with between running and taking care of some investment property and looking at other investment property, I think he'll fill the days pretty well, although I'm hoping that he'll maybe take some cooking classes <laughs> and have some meals prepped for me when I come home from school. <laughs> Amen. John, how about Valerie when she eventually joins you? How do you guys, how do you see retirement as a couple? Yeah. Well, one of the biggest things that we talked about for our future is that we've never been able to travel as much as I think we both want to. And so that would be a big part of our, our retirement and our planning we made sure that there was a significant amount of funds to be able to do that. And so part of our plan is to make sure that um, the money is there to do the things that we wanted to retire and probably take a cooking class. <laughs> In Italy. In um, Italy. Yeah, Perfect. You yes. John, you recommended Annex to several friends, and yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah. Do you find some of your peers might struggle to make decisions about financial planning? You know, it's so funny because Valerie and I both, in conversations with friends who are all the same age and looking toward retirement, you know, we talk about what we're all doing for planning. And we've had some friends, and they're still friends, that have kind of struggled with trying to figure out, are they ready to do it? And in doing so, we just told them, hey, we've got this great partnership with Annex. They've done a great job and suggested them. And in both situations, they've worked with Annex. They're both right on track for their retirement plans. They didn't know that beforehand. And so I think they've had that same kind of liberating feeling to know that, hey, we're where we need to be. Valerie and John, it is a pleasure talking with you on your way to retirement on your terms. Thank you for being clients and best of you in the days and years ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. Annex Wealth Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? We like to work on financial and retirement puzzles for each and every one of our clients. And none are the same because nobody lives the exact same life and we certainly don't have the same goals. There are many moving pieces to a well-crafted retirement plan. And Social Security is one of the legs of the retirement stool. We want that stool to support your plan. Let's talk about Social Security and specifically what's called a claiming strategy because it's a whole lot more than turning 62 and starting to collect. And to do that, we're joined by Eric Strom, financial planning manager and a CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Hello, Eric. Hi, Danny. And Tom Burkholz, a financial planning specialist and CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome back, Tom. Hello. Eric, Social Security, one of the legs of a retirement plan, but it's a mistake to think it's probably going to be the majority of the support. That's right, Danny. We are fans of saving for your financial future, whether that's Roth account, taxable investment accounts, pre-tax IRAs, 
And as you begin to save more and more and you get closer to retirement, Social Security becomes one of those important puzzle pieces. So it's definitely that context. Tom, we had a question on a recent Ask Annex about the percentage of Americans who start taking benefits at 62. The overall percentage of Americans is higher than our clients at Annex Wealth Management. And the conclusion was that our clients, with our planning assistance, integrate Social Security at various ages because they've got other sources of retirement income. They just do things a little differently. Yeah, Danny, about a third of Americans take Social Security at 62. And in my opinion, it's not because they want to, it's because they need to. Most Americans have not saved enough for retirement. And clients at Annex tend to have saved more assets and it provides them more flexibility on when they eventually claim for Social Security. Eric, let's go back to square one. The minimum age to take Social Security benefits, it's 62. Yeah, typically it is 62. Uh, Not always, but for most people it is age 62. And Tom, the amount scales up as we get older. Right. So the amount does scale up, but there's somewhat of a misconception with Social Security that if you file before your full retirement age, that somehow you're getting a penalty. But in reality, it's not designed to be punitive. It's actually an actuarial age-based reduction. So it's all based on your age and it's designed to make sure you arrive at similar benefits over your lifetime. So nobody's penalizing you for taking Social Security early. Eric, when should Social Security enter into somebody's mindset when they're thinking about financial and retirement planning? Should it even be on our minds when we're in our, wow, 50s? I think so, because Social Security is really just a part of retirement planning, and it's never too early to start retirement planning. Even with my six-year-old, I'm working on getting her some earned income so we can start that custodial Roth IRA, right? So it's never too early. But as you're getting in your 50s, and let's say you're five or more years away from Social Security, yeah, you want to get more serious about looking at it, because Look, we're seeing increasing volatility. We're seeing uh, fluctuation in interest rates. So don't ignore your retirement planning, right? Social Security is that guaranteed fixed income puzzle piece in your retirement puzzle. So you want to take retirement planning seriously and get on it. Let's talk about what's called a claiming strategy. And a strategy is part of the plan. Right. It's a huge part of the overall financial plan. And if you're married, there's dozens and dozens of claiming strategies. And the reality is... The claiming strategy of one spouse can dramatically affect the other. So in my experience, the math always tells the story. You want to run the math and blend that into your overall financial plan while considering other things like longevity and the client's personal preference on when they want to start. Eric, you and the financial planning team work these numbers when somebody's going through the initial process after they click that Get Started button at AnnexWealth.com. Does it become kind of clear what the optimum age is when the process happens, or is this a it depends thing? It's not very clear when we first start because distribution planning is very intricate and complex. Many financial planners say, oh, just delay till 70, delay till 70, and there's that wisdom out there. But it's not that simple. If you are going to delay till 70, then where is the money going to come from? So that's distribution planning, right? How are you going to fund those years prior to starting to Social Security if you are going to defer till 70? We've got to get to know you first. We can't simply just say, okay, we've known you for five minutes. Here's the best Social Security strategy. Back to the legs of that retirement stool. When it comes to Social Security's contributions to retirement income, the ballpark figure is what, 40%? Is that that correct? Right, yeah. And it it was never designed to pay for all of your retirement expenses. So it's actually interesting how Social Security has evolved over time because when it was designed back in the 30s, no one, I don't think, was expecting in the year 2022 that people were going to be living into their 80s, 90s, and beyond. So we're optimistic on Social Security, but it may look different in the future. We just don't know yet. And the rest is made up of, say, 
savings and investments and all the stuff that Annex Wealth Management helps our clients with. Yeah. So Social Security is interesting, right? Because it has some unique aspects. First of all, it's not fully taxable. The most that can be taxed is 85% of it. And also, if you delay taking your Social Security, there's a guaranteed growth to it, almost like an annuity. So because of that, you've got to accept that there are unique features to Social Security. How does this fit into my overall plan? If I do delay, where am I going to withdraw the money from in the meantime? And that's why Social Security planning is really part of that broader retirement planning and distribution planning strategy. For investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Start the wealth metric process. Tom Burkholz, financial planning specialist and CFP. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Eric Strom, financial planning manager and CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Always appreciate your insight. Thanks, Danny. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, March 13th. More to come. Quick break, but we're going to be back. 92.5 Fox News. The Week in Review, Know the Difference Minutes, team segments, planning topics, including investments, retirement, tax, and estate. It's all on the Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Head to YouTube and search Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Time for Ask Annex. That's where we open up the old mailbag at AnnexWealth.com. We dig inside and we see who's in there. Some of the folks, well, we're going to use their names. Some folks, we're not going to use their real names. And then others are just anonymous. So Deanne Phillips joined me, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Manager and a Wealth Manager. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, we got a handful here. And our first one is from Andy. It's real simple. Is a credit score important? Yeah, that's a great question. It is important, and your credit changes with your circumstance. So, you know, as we're young, we don't usually have a credit score. We have to build it. One of the ways we begin to building it is maybe through having joint credit with a parent or with somebody co-signing for something with us. However, there are some people in the older generations who may find themselves upon hitting a transition like the death of a spouse or disability of a spouse or even divorce where they actually never really had their own credit score. Mm. They were leaning on as kind of a uh, authorized signer for their spouses, and they really don't have their own credit history. And they're kind of shocked when all of a sudden if they have to go get rent somewhere or buy a house and all of a sudden, the creditor says, well, no, we can't lend to you or we can't let you It would be so wrong, here. but it happens, it, huh? It does happen all the time. So we always say it's good to check your credit score. There are a couple of monitoring. You can go directly to one of the three main monitoring agencies or, you know, um, Credit Karma and Mint are applications that you can get online. They're free where they also can show you your credit score. But it's a good thing to know and it's a good thing to keep building and working and checking on throughout your life. Ask Annex. Our next one is from Tim, and Tim says, not my real name. My wife and I are total opposite when it comes to spending. Is that okay if we're on the same page when it comes to retirement? Oh, yeah. So same page. I'm wondering here, Tim, and if it means you've got the idea of what your overall spending will look like and what your lifestyle might look like, but it might come down to the basics of spending, like the personalization of spending in retirement that might be different. And you might have different values with spending. And we see this all the time. It's one of the reasons that we'll recommend that people have their own 
a little account themselves, you, right? You've talked about that before. I know. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a whole lot. But what you want to do is decide as a couple, perhaps, maybe there's a spending limit where you're not going to spend over this certain amount of dollars without involving your significant other and having a discussion around it. So you don't just come home with that brand new expensive couch and say, look what I bought today, right? But, you know, the other thing about having access to your own money, then, if you want to go on a weekend with friends or if you're buying a birthday gift for the significant other, they don't necessarily know how much is spent, too. So there are some good kind of behavioral reasons to have access to your own money sometimes. Next one's from Stephen, also not his real name. I'm due to inherit approximately $75,000 in the next couple of months. With current market conditions, do I stay in cash or pay down debt? I'm not sure about the market. Yeah, so, you know, market events and event-driven things, which really is what we're seeing right now, they tend to return to the mean. So the market likes to look and follow the fundamentals. And certainly, you know, Derek Felsky talks about this all the time. And we're seeing a lot of turbulence in the market right now around certain market events. But the debt that you have on your house, that's a decision that lasts a little bit longer than the turbulence in the market. So this is where we want to look as planners at what's potentially smart debt. So what do I mean by that? What's the interest rate that you're paying? And, you know, yeah, everyone's portfolios if they're in stocks, are potentially feeling the market waves right now, so to speak. But if you're paying a low interest rate and you've got a longer loan and you're going to be in there for a while, it might make sense to hang on and not pay off that mortgage. But you really have to follow the math with this. And Stephen, I don't know if you're a client or not. If you are, you should talk to our tax planning department about because that $75,000, would that be as in, count as income in 2022? So usually when you inherit, it's not. However, huh? if it's an annuity, it might very well sure. be income. So it really depends. There's our old buddy. It depends. And our last one on Ask Annex is from Susan. What are the pros and cons to retiring and living outside the U.S.? And it's funny, Deanna, I always see that every once in a while. Somebody will say, oh, Costa Rica, that's the place to be. (laughs) Or you should go to Portugal or or things like that. Costa Rica was just really highly rated in uh, Financial Advisor magazine as one of the great places to live abroad recently. But the thing is, there are definitely things you have to think about. There are personal things as well as financial things. So the personal things could be, you know, the accessibility to the amenities that you really want, yeah. right? It might be a great place to visit and vacation, but could you really see yourself traveling those roads on a regular basis to get groceries or, you know, whatever it is you need to do? There's healthcare accessibility also. And then there's banking. How easy mm-hmm. is it to get access to your cash? Are you thinking about snowboarding there or actually domiciling there to completely different things? Would you retain your citizenship? So it, it really beyond the scope of uh, full pros and cons. But we do begin to talk about this topic in a series that we have, Daddy. That's right. It's a four-part webinar series. The fourth is now on AnnexWealth.com called Moving in Retirement. Yeah, on the Move in Retirement. So it's a podcast that my colleague Tom Parks and I do. We take a look in four parts of the different considerations of changing your domicile. So that means really your legal where you are claiming your residence for IRS and taxation purposes. It gives you a lot to think about. That's Ask Annex. Got a question for us? Head to AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. Dion Phillips, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Start the wealth metric process. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, March 13th. We're going to be right back, 92.5 Fox News. 
Sure, there are market updates, but learn something new and interesting with the Know the Difference Minute from Annex Wealth Management. We'll go beyond the usual topics and dig in deep on developing and breaking stories. Catch them all on Spotify. Search Know the Difference Minute from Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, and this is a team segment. Stephanie Emmons is manager of the client service and operations team. Welcome back. Thank you, Danny. Well, that client service and operations team is really something special. Big fan here. Can you give us a quick recap? What What is it? Absolutely. Our client service and operations team is really the lifeblood of Annex Wealth Management. They have daily interactions with the majority of our clients. They're taking phone calls, responding to emails, and really taking care of our client service requests. They'll help with opening accounts, doing money transfers in and out, helping to update account information like beneficiaries or adding a trusted contact, making sure required minimum distributions get satisfied and helping our clients get those done throughout the course of the year. And they also help coordinate with our in-house specialists in all the different areas that we offer specialty items. And the thing for me is they know how to speak to our partners. Like if they need to get a hold of TD Ameritrade or something, I don't know the questions they do. Absolutely. They are certainly the experts in that area. They do liaise with our custodians on a daily basis, and our clients should feel very comfortable knowing that the client service managers are working for their best interest all the time. That's how we keep things smooth at Annex Wealth Management. Our clients certainly know that, and that got me thinking. So much of what we do on the radio is directed at everybody, and that's great. Our weekly market recap, it doesn't have a paywall, it's free to listen to, and we provide a lot of very valuable information. And the same with most of our team segments where we cover things like social security strategies, Roth conversions, 401k updates, that's for everybody. But when you're a client of Annex Wealth Management, the door opens to some very special content and offerings, and we're going to talk about one of them, and that's Annex University. So Stephanie, what's the elevator speech about Annex University? Annex University is something that I'm very proud of, and I know we're all very proud of here at Annex. It really is an opportunity to bring our specialists to our clients on a grander level. There are so many complicated financial planning topics, things for our clients to consider. When would they be enrolling for Medicare? What are all the different pieces? How and when should they be selecting their social security options? Is there a benefit to waiting or not waiting? And what happens with all of those legal documents? And so Annex University was really born out of the idea of, you know what, these questions are being asked all the time to our wealth managers. Let's bring the specialists and the expertise directly to our clients. Let's talk about a couple just to kind of paint the picture to maybe illustrate what's available for our clients. Now, here's one. We recently held an estate planning basics webinar. That was part of Annex University. Estate planning basics is one of our most highly attended Annex University courses. It's really a basic overview of all the different types of estate planning documents that a family might need. Things that we talk about with lifetime planning versus after lifetime planning. Can you avoid probate? Should you? How do we utilize beneficiary designations versus things like trusts? And and how do we communicate with our family members about our estate plan? Stephanie Emmons is manager of client service and operations team at Annex Wealth Management. We're talking about Annex University. It's a client exclusive, covers many topics. And I'm going to guess 
long-term care basics, that had to have been pretty popular. It was. We do ask our clients for feedback after we do Annex University courses, and we ask them, what are some other topics you would like to see us offer? And that's exactly where long-term care Annex University came from. We received a lot of feedback from our clients that said, I just don't understand this concept. Can we have some additional information? And Annex University Long-Term Care was born. It's a very complex tool. Uh, It can be used effectively and efficiently, but we've got some wonderful experts here at Annex Wealth Management that really understand the products, really understand how they can be utilized effectively inside of a a financial plan and for beneficiary and estate planning. And so we wanted to make sure that we brought those experts to our clients in this Annex University course. There's so many moving pieces to an efficient and well-built financial and retirement plan. The webinars from Annex University are pretty specialized. Can you give us an example or maybe a couple others? One of my favorite ones is the gift of education, which we do offer to our clients to talk about different ways to save for education planning. And that can be everything from non-college type planning, you know, for private schools and things like that, to ways to save for grandchildren, ways to save for nieces and nephews. What happens if that money doesn't all get utilized inside of an education plan if they don't need to use it all? How can you continue to give that gift. Um, and that's a lot of fun for, for you can almost see the eyes light up as we start to have that conversation. People think, wow, there's so many opportunities here that we didn't even know about. And the other one that I think has a lot of value to our clients is our advanced estate planning course. And that one really goes into things about trustees, how to plan for blended families. If you are a power of attorney for someone else, how does that impact you? What kind of responsibilities do you have and how do you best initiate those? And I think those are some of the things that give us an opportunity to really showcase the talents and knowledge here at Annex to be able to talk about these things on a regular basis to clients. We also make them very interactive. They are all webinars, which has been great for our clients that we can bring clients in from across the United States to attend these courses, which has been fantastic to get some participation that way. What's the best way for clients to keep up to date with this? There's two great ways that you can do that. One is every Sunday in our Axiom, we always list our upcoming Annex Universities in our event section. You can also visit AnnexWealth.com and go to the Client Center. On the Client Center, there's a whole section just for client education, and we're always going to be listing our upcoming Annex University sessions there. It's a click of a button to register. You'll receive a couple of uh, reminder emails before the event happens, and then you'll join us electronically via Zoom and we'll be able to interact with you and share this information and answer all your questions. And for everybody else, maybe it's time to jump on board with a fee-only fiduciary that's education-driven on many interesting topics. Investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Stephanie Emmons, manager of our client service and operations team with a big involvement in our client-exclusive education series, Annex University. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Danny. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, March 13th. More to come. Quick break. We're going to be back. 92.5 Fox News. Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. After all we've been through, isn't it time to focus on what really matters, living your best life? There are a lot of moving pieces when it comes to investment and retirement planning. It's important to get it right, and we can help. AnnexWealth.com is the place to start. Click the Get Started button. Put a pro on your side with a local fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management, AnnexWealth.com. We're back on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Uh, Quick conversation with Dave. And then coming up, business owners, if you're 
are really struggling to hire people. You need a great benefits program. We have a department that does that, and we're going to talk about target funds in 401k plans. And again, that's just one of the many things that we do. I'm Danny Clayton. Dave Spano is our president and CEO. I'm, I don't know if you've seen the meme, but it says, hey, I'm so thrilled. Uh, my loan was improved. I'm going to get a tank of gas. Well, that's I funny. Mean, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, where we are with gas prices and food prices, there's no question. You can go down 41 and see the prices on the gas stations. You can go over to Publix and see what chicken is, for example. There's no question there's a pressure on pricing right now. But, you know, the other thing, too, folks, is if you're a part-time resident here in Florida and you're going to head back to the north, we can still help. If you want us to take a look at what you're doing, we'll do a web meeting with you from your own home, and we can do that. You can have access to our complete team, and we can do this portfolio review that we talk about. It's free, it's complimentary, and you get full access to our investment team, which has got 100 years of experience, folks. It's an opportunity to take a look at our team. Well, I know that we've got clients right now that are listening that live in other states. They live up north, and they're very wisely in the Naples area right now. So, yeah, we call that annex everywhere. And it's just one of the many ways that we can interface as we handle investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. We do it as a fee-only fiduciary. It's all of Southwest Florida, folks. And remember, of course, when we talk about being a fee-only fiduciary, ask your advisor if they can say that. Fee-only fiduciary, no broker-dealer relationship, no commissions from products, and doing it on independent custodians, world-class custodians like Charles Schwab and Fidelity. Let's just kind of review what we've done on the show so far. A very deep dive on the markets and everything that's been going on. In fact, we did a couple of segments on that. Hear the difference. We heard from our clients, John and Valerie. They've got a plan in place, and they are not even retired. We could do the same for you if you're heading that way. How about the art and science of Social Security timing and claiming? We had Ask Annex talking about inheriting money and credit scores and retiring and living outside the U.S. And then Annex University. That is a very special thing that we do for our clients. Can we help? I know we can. Head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. You click the Get Started button, investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning as a fee-only fiduciary. We're going to be right back on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Tom Parks is our Director of Retirement Plan Services. I also gave him another title, Headline Challenger. Hey, Tom. Hey, bring it on. Here's the headline. What's in your 401k, question mark, for more investors, just one fund? What's wrong with that headline? The just one fund thing is what's of concern to me. So this is an article about target date retirement funds. Okay. And most target date retirement funds, all of them really, are funds of funds. The whole idea is it's a one-stop shop where you can pick one investment selection, but in doing that, get access to a bunch of other mutual funds all at once. Let's go back a step. So a target date fund is say like it's 2030, the year that you would retire. And so all of the investments in this one fund are aimed at 2030, but it's more than one fund. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my concern with the the title of the the article was the one fund is kind of a misnomer. I think it's a little bit misleading or maybe, maybe they just didn't understand how these things work. For those of you involved in a retirement plan, you probably have access to a suite of target date funds. 
funds and you'll recognize them because it's a series of funds. They all have the same name, company name, uh, life cycle, lifestyle, whatever. And then there's a, a year. Basically, they're all the same fund of funds. The only difference is the composition, the asset allocation within the funds itself. So the idea is it's a one-stop shop. We always tell people somebody's got to be watching your money. So if you're not going to do it, then have somebody else do it for you. That's why these things have gotten popular. Yeah. Over 85% of inflows in 401k plans go into target date retirement funds. And didn't they find like in the old days, there were almost too many choices. People got a little bit bewildered. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Too many choices can be a bad thing because it's the paralysis by analysis issue. And and if if it means that you're not going to save for retirement, then that's a problem. So somebody plops into a 2030 target fund. They look at it in 2029. Theoretically. I mean, I would recommend looking at it a little bit more frequently than that. But that is the idea. I mean, it really is. So so like I said, the underlying investments are all pretty much the same within the target date series from the 2010 to the 2060 or whatever you want to call it. But the allocation from how much is in equities to how much is in fixed income and other asset classes, that's what changes. So the idea is if I'm going to retire in 30 years, it'll start out as a higher risk, more equity allocation now. And then as you get closer to retirement, it'll slowly change from a higher equity to a higher fixed income allocation over time. And that seems to make perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, yeah. that is what people should be doing. The thing is, not all people who are going to retire in 2050 are made alike. So it's definitely better than nothing. But it's one of those things that, you know, if you want to really dial in your personal risk tolerance or investment strategy, you're going to want to put in a little more effort than that. Okay. If there's three different companies, everybody's got a 2030 target fund. Are are they identical? No. Great question. So there's a lot of scrutiny from the Department of Labor on how plan fiduciaries choose the target date fund vintage that they offer in their plan. So there are a lot of differences. There's active management versus passive. So passive, you think of index funds. So you can either have actively managed target date fund or passively managed, or there are some that are a blend of the two. The other thing is that glide path, the the way that the investment allocation changes from high equity to higher fixed income. Think of it a plane landing, right? Coming down in altitude, it's gliding down toward the runway, and it's changing its allocation. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's what all the graphs look like. So, okay. But what you'll see is if you take three or four target date funds and you put them all in the same graph, what you'll find is the point where the change starts, Mm -hmm. how many years before retirement, that's not always the same. How steep is that change? You know, does it change very quickly from equities to fixed income? All of those things are very different from one target date series to the next. So there's a lot more to it than just picking one. Tom, you've used that phrase before. It's called to and through. Sure. Um, And that's T-O, to and through. Yep. So the glide path goes either to retirement or through retirement, right? So let's say that your assumed retirement age is 67 years old. The fund is changing from a higher equity to a lower equity exposure, and it does that gradually over time. There are some target date funds where on that retirement date at your age 67, it flatlines. And they say, okay, from now on, it's going to be 55% equities, 45% fixed income, or whatever the allocation ends up being. The through strategy is one where they say, well, you know what? You're going to be retired for a long time. We should continue to invest that money even after you've retired in a higher equity exposure for a few more years until we finally wind it down at some point after that retirement date. So it's just two fundamentally different approaches to how they manage that glide path. 
Your team at Annex helps employers set up 401k programs for their employees. Is that complicated? Well, it's not complicated. There's a series of steps. The first thing we usually do is we come in and we take a look at how is the plan working right now. There is usually a plan provider. So if your plan's at Fidelity or it's at Voyer or wherever it happens to be, we'll take a look at that, see how things are going. And then we look at the investment lineup and we see how, is it a good lineup? Are there some opportunities for enhancement there? If we make a determination that the whole thing needs to be done over, then we work with the employers to go through a a due diligence process of interviewing new providers and trying to figure out what's going to be the best arrangement for them. Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services and Headline Challenger. Hey, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. We're back. It's Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Boy, it's been busy. Dave Spano, uh, we were, what, 10 minutes into the show. We had our first, our second commercial break, and you said, I got so much to talk about. Hey, Danny, you remember when we were growing up, you remember the three R's song? I remember it. Reading, Reading writing, writing, and arithmetic. arithmetic. Yeah. Right, yeah, they're going to teach that in school. But right now, the three R's is just dominating the conversations that we're getting. The three R's, of course, Russia, rate hikes, and recessions, Derek. They, they certainly are. And when I think about it, you know, all three have issues that could either blow up in our face or continue to improve or, or go in any number of directions. Right. Russia could be settled fairly quickly or it could be prolonged. Rate hikes, there was a race to declare how many rate hikes the Fed would be doing. Uh, one one investment bank went as far as to say they do say nine rate hikes in a row, nine meetings in a row, which would be a very aggressive stance. And then, of course, recessionary risk, which certainly have risen when the price of oil has done what it's done historically. And so you think about in this environment, what you do, and some people want to have this binary reaction, which would be, let's, I'm getting out, I'm getting out of everything, or, and then try to time your way back in. But that is really the reason why you have a balanced portfolio. That's why you have equities and bonds and cash in your portfolio, so you can make it through situations like this. And when the markets, the markets, equities markets, retract, there's places to go. Or you have some money in fixed income that you can move back to equities. That's called rebalancing. But there's a lot of defensive strategies that you can use when uncertainty is at this level. You certainly can. And you can alter the mix, obviously, between equities and fixed income. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, it's the equity portion of your portfolio that tends to add the most volatility to long-term returns. And, you know, when we think about rebalancing, we don't just think about rebalancing between equities and fixed income and cash, for example. We also think about rebalancing... within our equity allocation and within our fixed income allocation. So in our case, um, our fixed income allocation was heavily credit oriented. In other words, we were banking on the fact that there would be a low likelihood of a recession and, and very few defaults. But as that's, uh, that piece of the portfolio ran up relative to the, the interest rate sensitive part, we brought the credit aspect in and added a little bit of duration to the portfolio at a margin. That's what we talk about building balanced portfolios to enhance risk-adjusted returns. And so let me just tell you, folks, when you know, I walk into Derek's office, it's just, you'll remember the times when the rockets used to take off and they used to show Houston and the computers. Well, Derek's got all of these computers, <laughs> and sometimes you think you're at NASA. But, Derek, your screens are not all red. There's a number of things that are green 
and there is opportunities even in a market like this. No, absolutely. We've seen we've seen a rotation towards uh, you know obviously energy stocks. As as an example, I was looking at the rig count. You know, in 2019 we had 830 active rigs in the United States. Right now we only have 519. So clearly there's room for an uptick there, which could do something about oil prices down the road. Of course, it will take a little bit of time. But again, markets sniff that out. And I will point out, oil actually closed down this week, which right. would surprise people. It, it would. Be- because on Friday it was up, you know, some between three and four percent, some as high as five percent. But gas, fertilizer, agriculture, those who can raise their prices can actually make more money in a scenario like this. And that is really the reason why we talk about knowing what you own, why you own it, and how much you're paying for it. Because in times like this, you really need to scrub your portfolio and make sure that you are in the right spots because there are opportunities. There are stocks that are trading at single-digit PEs that we have not seen in a long time, which is far under where the markets are right now. So go through this process, folks, as we end the show today. It will help you sleep better. And if you are listening to this and thinking, I agree with all of this, but I don't know how to do that, Annex Wealth Management can help you with that. That is for sure. David got a text in our, during this, and they said, what about the motivational part of reading, writing, and arithmetic? Do you remember how it ended? No. Taught the, the tune of a hickory stick. Oh, that's remember exactly that? right. Good Listen, call. we're not going to coerce you into partnering with Annex Wealth Management. We want this to be an open relationship. You need to check us out. You need to head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Read the Know the Difference checklist. We think that is a huge part. What do we do? Investment and retirement planning. We do tax planning. We do estate planning. As Dave said big, at the beginning of the show it's one huge team of very talented people on your side all the time we can help and you can do it this weekend just head to our website it's annexwealth.com click in that get started button work with a fee-only fiduciary thanks for listening folks this is money talk the annex wealth management show see you next sunday at noon right here on 92.5 fox news The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.